Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Riley, and this is Firefly Grills Breaking Thread Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast. I am one half of this podcast, Riley. And I'm the better half, Katie. And today, we have another special guest in the studio with us today. We have Madeline McDaniel, who is the founder of Lakeside Table. Welcome, Madeline. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Katie. Thank you for having me on. This is really fun. We I, are. I was going to say, I love your enthusiasm because when I asked Madeline, she was like, yep, I'll do it. I'm in. I, I'm available. <laughs> that, name the time. Name, name the place. Yes. I'm there. Yeah. I am so there. <laughs> so Madeline is a is a doer of a lot of things. You are a VIP of Firefly Grill. You've once worked at Firefly Grill. You started a cookbook. So we're going to dive into all those things today. Awesome. She's a complex lady. And <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I just like to eat. I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, that's, I, right, right. That's the perks of like Riley and I having the jobs that we do. I mean, like Riley does some cooking. I don't do any cooking, but I work at Firefly because I get to try all the amazing creations. So that's like and the best. I have of made worlds. a lakeside table recipe before. Ooh, which one? Um, I tried your hollandaise, the real quick one. Yeah, that's like in the blender. Yes, and it turned out it turned, you're you're doing the hair easy. flip. It was easy. I was shocked. Yes, because like, yes. I can poach eggs. <laughs> Well, and if I you, toast an English muffin. If like, you can poach an egg, yeah. that is like you're you've like excelled, Chef Katie. <laughs> we had a back of house event last night, and Katie got the microwave popcorn award. So hey, <laughs> I've never been more proud. <laughs> nice, nice. I do have to tell you, when I was dating uh, my husband, uh-huh. he wooed me in with his microwaved popcorn. That's was what a, did it, huh? Yes, yes. It was microwave popcorn with melted butter, Parmesan cheese, and Italian seasoning herbs. And ask me. That's has, delicious. It was fabulous. And ask me, has he ever made it since? No. I was going to say, I guarantee no. <laughs> no, it's been 15 years. And no, never, never, <laughs> never again. You need yeah, to keep I'm the sparks like, flying. Let's microwave the popcorn yeah. again. <laughs> right? So, speaking of your husband, kind of tell us like a little bit of background about yourself because I know a little bit is Firefly, uh, you know, surrounded by Firefly, which we love, but I, you know, your guys' story is great. So, kind of share a little bit about yourself and all of that. Fun absolutely, stuff. absolutely. So, um, Firefly opened its doors maybe a year before Jerry and I met. Okay, yeah, because we opened in 2006. Okay, and we met in 2007. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. and so when I would come here to Effingham that was our date spot yeah and it was such a treat and so Firefly has always been part of our story and part of our kids story and when we were dating I was not a cook and I was shocks me (laughs) yeah I I (laughs) love to eat I was really I could make pasta like out of a box pasta uh banana the bread the best kind because <laughs> yeah. i didn't know there was another kind yeah. and uh banana bread and chocolate chip cookies that was you and know three staple items exactly you know? exactly so he came over for uh dinner one time while we were dating and he looked up in the ceiling he's like oh madeline after dinner i will help you your your fire alarms have no batteries i said i know i took <laughs> I, I took them out and he goes what do you mean you took them out and i'm like i burn everything i get so tired of them going off i'm like Madeline yeah. and I are kind of soul sisters, <laughs> and i never knew we are soul sisters That's katie a great idea, though. i'll be taking mine out this evening she had an awakening with food so i'm, I'm just waiting on yours katie. I, me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> 
so Amen. eventually, so after we got married and I got the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom because I was in medical supply sales yes. and surgical sales. And so I had no time to cook and I was a single mom. So when we got married, um, he was like, hey, do you want to keep working? Do you want to stay home? I'm like, heck yeah, I want to stay home. Like, that's a question. Yeah, absolutely. So being home and being a stay-at-home mom, I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to learn French. I'm going to learn Italian. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> climb the you know skyscrapers. Right. I'm going to be superwoman. I'm going to do everything. And of course, I'm going to like cook my way through Julia Child's cookbook because that movie came out, I right? I love that movie. That Julia and fab- Julia, one of my faves. Yeah. Fabulous movie. And so uh, then, of course, you know, three weeks after being a stay-at-home mom, I'm like, uh, okay, everything has to go except one thing. If I'm just going to keep the children alive and... <laughs> I'm going to learn how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that was my start 15 years ago. Wow. And I, you know, I went to the store and got Hamburger Helper. I got Velveeta, mac and cheese. And Jerry came home and he started, he almost started crying. <laughs> and he was like, and I was like, but it's so organized. Look, everything in a box. Yeah. It's like, he goes, did I piss you off? Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay, the box cooking thing is not going to work for us. I'm not going to lie. Hamburger Helper is kind of my love language. I know. <laughs> right, tuna, tuna helper. I'm like, I'll never tell. I know. Thank you, thank you. So, um, yeah. So, I, you know, I was watching the Food Network. You know, we were eating out at the Firefly. You know, we had our wedding reception. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of Jerry yes. at at the Firefly. So we got married at a friend of ours' house. Um, because we were going to get married in our backyard, which was just you know out on a dock or whatever. There's like, yeah, we're a blended family. So Jerry has um, two daughters. I'm so fortunate to be blessed as a bonus mom yes. of his two girls. And I have a son from yes. my previous marriage. So Jerry gets a bonus son. So yeah, it it's, um, yeah we, we say, you know, the only steps we have in our house are the ones that go up and down. Yes. First floor, second floor. I love it. Right. Yes. So um, we had a very, very small wedding. It was like 13 of us, mm-hmm. uh, period. And then a month later, we celebrated with everyone. Everybody we yes. could think of and we rented out the Firefly, yes. had a fabulous time and danced and danced. And it was just it was a great experience. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. Well, it kind of ties in because, you know, Jerry's daughters got married all within. Gosh, was it the last probably five years they've been married? Yes. Maybe a little longer for. Yes, um, yes. Alex, but it's just interesting because, like, you know, one was destination, but they came back and did a reception, and we were a part of that. Yeah. So it was funny because we did like some bartending and some sangria and some desserts and things. And then, you know, then now, um, Brianna, gosh, Brianna, I'm like, gosh, I'm looking right at you. Brianna <laughs> then had her whole wedding, you know, at, and that so was only just two years ago. Was it two? Okay. Yeah. And I mean, they just both have little ones now. So yeah. it's crazy to think, I'm a you grandma. know, it's been that long, but <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I just, Feel like every moment we've been a part of for your family. Oh my you know, gosh! Even like graduation, yes, you know, I mean, engagements, right. you know, all, all right. the above, all the, things, all the big, just like. Because that's like we always say we did it first before Olive Garden, like when you're here, your family. But it's true because so many of our VIPs or whatever 
celebrate so much with us, which I just absolutely, love. absolutely. And when the Firefly was getting up and running, Jerry had the opportunity to be one of the first investors. Yes, yes. And then it was a true momentous moment when Katie and Niall, Katie, I'm looking right at you, Christy. We're both <laughs> no, doing, doing it. it. <laughs> Christy and Niall were able to pay off all the investors, mm-hmm. and it became completely in house. Yeah, I think that was like 2010 or 2011. Yeah. I yeah. think is when that about around when that happened, yeah. but. So, so it kind of grew your love for food. Oh, huge! And now, I mean, I just feel like oh. you're, you've, you're. I can't believe you couldn't cook because you are like <laughs> next level now. So, kind of tell us like the inspiration and kind of what you do now. Well, I started a food blog in oh golly jeepers, um, 2015. Has it been that long? It has been that. Yeah. So we're coming up on what is that eight? Eight years? Yeah. yeah. Eight years was, was the start of the food blog. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is we had uh, my two bonus daughters had, were in college. And so we were getting, we were on the cusp of being empty nesters. Sure. And I thought, well, once our son goes off to college, yeah. you know, I, I need a project. Sure. So I'm thinking ahead, living intentionally, saying, okay, what are we going to do here? So I started uh, lakesidetable.com. Mm-hmm. And then two, three years later, I think it was 2018, I started a YouTube channel, Lakeside Table, and just fell in love with doing videos. Mm -hmm. And so I've been keeping both of them up. And now I've been, this is the first year that I've been really intentional about posting a video every week on Wednesdays. So that's been great. And uh, Keith Sutterfield does all my videotaping and he does a lot of the editing. And now uh, our son Carver, he does a lot of the editing too. Oh, he does. I wonder yeah. what he was doing these days. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's got um, a, getting his degree in what is that? Uh, graphic design oh, or something. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 So all so the, like media. Like, yeah. All that stuff that I don't understand. That <laughs> Riley does. Yeah. I'm like that's Riley's. That's where I come in. <laughs> so yeah. So those things kind of fed into each other, and then it was like, well, shoot, I'm having so much fun at this. Mm-hmm. Why not get my culinary degree? Yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. Right. Why not? <laughs> right. She went from not being able to make more than pasta to a culinary degree uh, and, you know awesome. it, yeah. and Effingham is literally halfway in between here and nowhere yeah I mean there's is true. I mean we have a, a really good um uh community college nearby yes. yeah. but at that time I don't know if they have one now but they did not have a culinary program they are growing into one. oh I yeah. hope so yes that they would are. be a so. huge asset yeah so I went online and I was like well I'm just gonna do something this will be fun this will be like no big deal <laughs> and Escoffier uh culinary institute has a brick and mortar uh two establishments one in Colorado and one in Texas and then they had just started an online program mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I'll do this it'll be so easy not (laughs) so because it was virtual and online um we really it was like having a one-on-one with your chef mentor every week and they were so accessible and if you had questions you know you could email and reach out they were really really there and 
part of the program because it was virtual you had to describe everything from very beginning and then the transition that it made as you went through the cooking process and then you had to describe and take pictures Mm -hmm. of everything along the way and we're in our whites and our hat and you had to take pictures of your nails and do you have shoes you couldn't cook barefoot and you know all these things it was like I thought it was going to be Mickey Mouse and it was it was very professional and I, I learned a lot and at the end of the program uh in order to graduate you had to do an externship with a restaurant and so I'm calling Christy I'm like Christy (laughs) (laughs) um can I can I can can I complain in your kitchen and she's like of course I was like oh gosh so here I am coming in I've always been in the front of the house as a patron sure and now I'm like in the in the trenches yeah, the and trenches is a great way to explain and it. i yeah. was so intimidated yeah. and everybody was so nice and very supportive mm-hmm. and at that time this was before firefly had the remodel mm-hmm. and we had this like six foot by three foot space that was called pastry yeah and i was gonna say you worked primarily in pastry because you know where niall hates to work pastry Pastry. yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it was you know you're kind of tucked away in this little corner and the very oh my god the very first my it wasn't my first day on the job i was my third day on the job it was during the week of fun fest which for anybody Who's not familiar with Effingham <laughs> knows at Fun Fest, it was like we get thousands and thousands of people into Effingham yes. and they all go to the Firefly yes. and they all want dessert yeah. because it's Saturday night. Yeah, and it's like the one time of year they eat there. So I feel like it's always the time where they do everything, you know, appetizers, salads, soups, entree, yes. dessert cocktails coffees I mean like they do the whole experience which is great for us but it's a lot of work yeah, yeah. and if it's your third day on the job yeah, my goodness yes day. yes oh my. And, so so there's a little ticker and it makes this little sound uh-huh. and it's like ding, 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 ding. well it did not stop I mean it did not stop and we were key doing lime pie, key lime pie, key lime pie. yeah what were you making at that time oh my god creme brulee creme brulees and okay so one of the things i i learned uh, huge at firefly was about uh prepping prepping mise en place and so the creme brulees were pre-made but then you cover them with sugar and then you take this blowtorch yeah used a little bitty baby you know home <laughs> cook blowtorch not the two and a half foot <laughs> you know blowtorch and i am so intimidated and i'm so weeded and i'm so behind and uh is it is it harley oh yeah he used to work with us yes yep, okay not there anymore but he, yeah he comes back and he's like can I help you? I'm like, yes, please, before I start crying. <laughs> and he lines up, I kid you not, 10 creme brulees, five and five. They've got them covered with sugar. And he takes the blowtorch and he is just giving it fire. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you're amazing. <laughs> so it was great. It yeah. was really wonderful. And the biggest compliment I got at the end of my tenure there was, is it Corey? I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He told Niall, he was like, you know, I thought she might have, well, I, I'm, 
I'm paraphrasing here sure, sure. because I'm sure he didn't say, I thought she was going to be a pain in the ass. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe. But may, maybe know. a little bit. But she was actually an asset. And yeah. I really tried to pull my own weight sure. and just tried to just, you know, be ahead because that's what you've got to do in the restaurant. You've got to be three, four, five, six steps ahead. Absolutely. As best you can and then constantly looking at other stations to see if anybody else is weeded or needs help or you know and communicated everybody was like you know you say family but it was like everybody had your back yeah everybody had my back yeah the camaraderie and the communication in the kitchen I think are the two biggest things because like I know nothing about cooking but I know you know the amount of work and the amount of steps that goes into each one of our dishes and a lot of the times they're working on 10 to 20 at a time and I mean it's it's the talent that we have oh. is beyond it is beyond. It, tr- it truly is and good people yeah. good hard-working people who yeah. love what they do yeah yeah so obviously creme brulees were the worst thing that you had to make <laughs> at the firefly <laughs> what was your favorite thing to make oh, when you went to the firefly that's easy that's totally easy the chocolate brownie oh. that chocolate brownie with They're ice so cream and i don't care if it's like salted caramel or chocolate or vanilla with chocolate sauce and caramel sauce and then berries and whipped cream oh yeah. and it was hot the signature brownie sunday like oh. i always am like gosh we have had that on for years but it's such a signature it item is. that we just can't get rid of it because it's so good and i felt so happy blessed and just lucky that Niall was he's totally cool with sharing his recipes totally yep. totally cool and I love his philosophy on that because he's like hey I'll give you the recipe because number one I want you to I want you to enjoy it yeah that, that's why I created it and two when you make it you're gonna think of the firefly mm-hmm. and then three however you make it is gonna be completely different because it's you yeah and I love that so he gave me the the recipe for the brownie and I have that in my cookbook yeah and I was gonna say we have to on the to blog the and on yeah. the video and so it's yeah that's been that's been awesome yeah. so that's awesome so yeah. post externship walk us through I guess what was kind of going on in your head? Were you thinking of Lakeside Table in the back of your head? Or yeah, how did that come about? Yeah, Lakeside. She still did that. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah. Like, this was before we had our media guru, yeah. Riley. And I was doing a lot of the social media, which was a complete disaster because I just <laughs> didn't have time. I mean, like, I think social media is so cool, but I just don't have the time. And so, like, Madeline would take over the Instagram story sometimes. That's right. It was really fun. Like, That's awesome. She'd be like, I'm here today. And then she'd walk <laughs> step by step on, like, how she would make bread and pizza crusts and all of that fun stuff. That was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I want to say that was the fall of 19. Yeah, because it, I know it was right before COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was right then yeah. Uh, that happened right yeah. so we're in the middle of covid we're 2020 and i'm like i am i am stressed i am going you know everybody the world's falling apart right yeah. i need a happy place uh-huh. and all of course like everybody all the plans fell through everybody you know <laughs> we're sheltering in place we're doing all of that and i'm yeah. like what a perfect time to make a cookbook yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. And so it was something that I had been playing with in the back of my head, but never had time or were too busy. Well, I had a lot of time. We all did, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I decided I wanted to do a, a real, just, just a top notch, uh, 
cookbook the best I could. So it is a coffee table book. It's 300 pages. It it's beautiful. hardback. Yeah. It comes gift wrapped if you order one because See? I'm I'm the one doing the gift wrapping. Yes. <laughs> and um, and we have a small batch printer that's local in our area, only about 20 minutes away, um, close to Newton, Illinois. And they did the printing, and I had have had such an incredible response on it and I did all the um, food photography myself and I worked with another photographer uh, Nuxel photography oh, Tara uh, Nuxel Tara. Uh-huh. she's fabulous who did all of the family shots yeah and it just it was a really wonderful positive place to land when we were all under crisis in that uh-huh. in that period of time and it took one year pretty much maybe about 14 months um from the time that i started it to when because i started in june of 2020 and then they were we picked them up from the publisher mm-hmm. in october of 21. Oh my wow gosh. that's exciting it was it was like we had no, sometimes we had nothing in the house except for like raspberry sauce and gravy <laughs> and biscuits and jerry's like what's for dinner raspberry sauce yeah what's wrong with that he's like uh madeline does it seem strange to you that i am basically married to a chef and there is nothing to eat i'm like hey i'm working on the cookbook That's okay right. Right. <laughs> I'm, today was gravy day that okay. today was gravy day yeah. so would you like bacon and gravy or raspberries and gravy what yeah. do you want <laughs> so what was the planning that went into the cookbook i guess like which how did you decide which to include oh that's a good question yeah. well um i needed a theme right and so my style of cooking, the best way to probably describe it is an elevated farmhouse cooking that's heavily influenced by French cuisine. Love that. You know, Julia Child is, you know, she's a staple in our in our house. Butter, butter, and more yeah, butter. Exactly. <laughs> when in doubt, add butter. Absolutely. Or bacon, yeah. but definitely butter. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, um, and so Jerry and I got to talking and he's like, Madeline, the flavor is in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Flavor is in sauce. I was like, what a great idea so i built a cookbook all around sauces but you don't just go to a cookbook for oh hollandaise sauce well what do you eat with hollandaise sauce well here's how you poach an egg here's how you make firefly biscuits yeah yeah um you know here's a raspberry sauce or a chocolate ganache sauce Mm -hmm. and here's the again the firefly you know chocolate brownie is in there or you know here is a lemon piccata sauce or Mm -hmm. here's um you know some different italian based sauces Mm -hmm. and here's how to make fresh pasta Mm -hmm. so it's not just the sauces but also things that are companions to the sauces but I was like, let's go with sauces. So that's the name of the book. I'm a sauce girl, so I'm all about it. Like, I want all the sauce. That's right. Like, chicken piccata, to me, is, like, one of my favorite dishes of all time. But you know what makes it? The, like, caper lemon, you know, all that in the sauce. Yes. So I'm like, I'll take double sauce, please. Thank you. Yes. And that's what I tried to do with the cookbook was, you know, you think piccata or carbonara. Mm -hmm. It sounds really complicated and it can be intimidating. I mean, and from somebody who was a non-cook, a box cook, which is totally cool, um, I really wanted to bridge that gap to anybody who enjoys eating Mm -hmm. and during, you know, you know, having more, more people, I think, got to experience eating at home because of 2020 um i wanted to break it down and make it not intimidating i mean chicken piccata i mean we're talking chicken broth lemon butter a little flour capers yeah i mean hello 
super easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. And I personally, like, I cooked more during COVID than I ever have. And I mean, I'm not saying any of it was that good, but <laughs> I mean, I did do it. And I do, that's like when I learned to poach an egg. Yeah. That's, you know, that kind of stuff. Of course, my mom is like super culinary awesome. My brother is a trained chef. I mean, like a lot of that's in my background, but I just didn't enjoy it. But I kind of had to learn to at least sort of enjoy it because that was like the highlight of my day in quarantine. I was like, well, I'll just sit around all day and I'll get to cook dinner eventually. Like that sounds kind of fun. And and it's fun. It it can be once you get over that intimidation period. And it's okay to burn shit. Yeah. It really is. That should be on a t shirt. Yeah. Awesome. That should be my motto, you know? And while I'm your next cookbook, right? That's a really good idea. You're on to something? I think that's a it's okay to burn shit. That is a great idea. I mean, not only was I taking out the the batteries and the the fire, you know, alarms or smoke detectors, but you know, while I was learning, we always had a frozen pizza. And there were times when we raked it into the trash. I mean, there was a time I made some beef stroganoff. Oh, one of my favorites. And it was like, it was so bad. I mean, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so not not bad in a good way. It was just it, it, really bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and we had frozen pizza that night. Yeah. So you got to have a backup so you can truly cook and be in the kitchen yeah. and not be afraid. Well, we were honored. So when Madeline released her cookbook, she had a cookbook signing and like a big launch at the Firefly. And we used like our outdoor porches <sighs> and kind of the area behind the bar where it was kind of her signing station. And, you know, we had like side table videos going and it was just fun because we got to prepare. Obviously, a couple of the things yeah. were Firefly recipes but we also got to use some of her recipes to make, you know, little bites for people to try. And it was just like, it was cool. on top of it our was... relationship with the McDaniels, you know. And that was, that was such a special evening. I mean, I, I was almost shaking because the way the community came out, oh, I mean, everybody, everybody came out. It was phenomenal. And I was so touched by the support and everybody just came out and it was, it was outside. And so yeah. we were doing our best to social distance. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It really was special. Yeah, that was, was awesome. a really great evening. That's awesome. So you, Katie told me you travel a lot. Yes. So how have some of your travels influenced, I guess, some of your recipes and cooking? Oh my gosh. Madeline travels a crazy amount. <laughs> I love it. I love following her travels on like her social and stuff because well, she's always going somewhere cool. Uh, well, we just, um, let's see, we just started doing the snowbird thing. So we've been going yeah. down to St. Petersburg, Florida uh-huh. and having a fabulous time doing that. So one of my favorite things to do whenever we're traveling, whether it's Europe or my parents uh, were expats in Ajijic, Mexico yeah. for 12 years. Yeah. So it was back and forth between Mexico and we have good friends in Mexico City um, and that is such an incredible food scene I mean it's like outstanding and um, yeah so we're playing around next year we're thinking about going to Italy and Paris and doing some things like that and my bucket list is Istanbul so it should be really fun but one of my favorite things to do aside from going to open air food markets and uh, farmers markets and just seeing the get a, a taste of the local sure. you know culture and what's happening is that when you go someplace you know whether it's a chain like Ruth Chris sure. or if it's street food or whatever it is trying to break down those flavors yeah. 
and just, you know, try and recreate that at home. Because not only are you remembering and reliving your your adventure and your travels, but then you're trying to, you're bringing it in and then you start talking about, you know, what we did yeah. and who we, what we saw and yeah. what we learned. And that's just been fabulous. Yeah, so that's amazing. It's, it's great. And then, of course, you know, my favorite thing to do, we were in Italy in 2018, went to the Polio. Oh, in Siena. Yeah. And it That's was on my list. It's fabulous. And if you can get a get into an area where you're in a balcony uh-huh. because there it's like this huge mosh pit of 55,000 people of your newest closest friends uh-huh. and you can't leave for like seven hours or go to the bathroom or I mean <laughs> yeah I mean so there definitely takes some planning so we yeah. were um the, while we were there we took a cooking class I took mm-hmm. a cooking lesson and I think it's a, it's a rolled pasta P.I. Peri Peri something I can't yeah. remember the name of the the the, the type of pasta it sure. was but just getting the sauce and hearing the stories from the local uh, woman who was teaching the class and she yeah. was fabulous that's my absolute favorite thing is to take a cooking lesson uh, wherever we go yeah I remember when you guys went to Italy because you had the pasta that they run through the cheese wheel oh yes (laughs) and we tried to find that when we were in italy and we couldn't find it anywhere Mm. i mean i didn't see it on a menu anywhere but i remember you had Uh. i just remember being on your social media and i was like and we were kind of like thinking about our trip at that point and i'm like yeah i gotta find that (laughs) i i will send you the link to that and if you want to put that in the show notes it's in florence Uh and i remember it was walking distance from florence yes yes i mean fabulous and we actually ended up ordering one of these huge um pasta wheels uh-huh. from italy and you get that on amazon that's what? kind of crazy yeah and you have to specialize how you want to cut mm-hmm. you know uh what what do you call it like crossways sure not not you know so that you have a big bowl of cheese is what you're going for yeah and jerry yeah yeah, was that not lengthwise like horizontal horizontal yes here we go yeah with the horizon i'm not the brains in this operation (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) so jerry and i did and i'll give you the i don't know if you want to put this in the show notes but we did a uh, Valentine's Day special video with the cheese wheel. I think I watched this. Yeah, it's very film noir. Yeah. Not not anything like my style on YouTube at all. I'm very yeah. chatty, just like this you know, on YouTube. It's like, hey, yeah. let's make corned beef. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is like, there's no dialogue. It's all the sexy music. Yeah. It's kind of in black and white. And then we're setting things on fire. Yeah. yeah there you go, awesome. Rayleigh. That could be like, you know, your next date night yeah, with right. Becca. <laughs> <laughs> to be it. Very impressive. That's right. That's right. Um, So another fun thing you guys did through COVID, which I, you know, I can't believe we even pulled off was we did cooking classes with you. Niall and Madeline did cooking classes via Zoom, which was just hysterical because like... I'm not techie. Again, Riley is the brain behind the podcast (laughs) and all things techie. Um, And I was like in charge of doing the Zoom and I just... I mean, I read for hours how to make this work because it was like Madeline had to be on, but then Niall had to yeah. be on and we had to make sure everybody could be shown. And then I had to kind of moderate and answer questions. And I mean, I am not old, so I'm not saying that, but I'm aging myself because I was like, I never had to do this before. <laughs> and so it was just cool. But like they really fed off of each other. Yeah. And I remind me, I know you did a, 
I, I can't remember what you made. We did two or three. Two, I know we did the uh, the hollandaise with the yes. um, with the eggs benedict. Yeah, that was the Mother's Day one. Yes. Oh my gosh, I, I we're think... coming up probably on like a couple three years from this. Yes, yes, yeah. That's because yeah. it was 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're yeah. coming up on the anniversary of that one, and that was our Crazy. first one. Yes, that was right. our that's first right. one. And so, um, and it was the fun that I loved about. It. I learned so much from that because it was a, he shared with us where you guys source your uh, English muffins. Yes, yes. And and it was just, it was so much. We had a blast. We had so much fun. Yeah. And then the other one we did was a um, mushroom tagatelli. Yes, that's and, right. And, and a panna cotta. And a panna cotta. And so what we would do was, Niall would come up with a recipe, and then I would, and then I would do my best to follow in his footsteps with my version of it. For great. Like, yes. Thank you. For, you know, kind of make it. You know, not quite as chefy, yeah, if that's more a word. Of like for the home cook. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a really fun balance yeah. between, you know, uh, kind of the the two different styles. It was yeah. great. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. So tell us, like, obviously you're like a cooking queen now, <laughs> but like, what else? What else do you like to do for fun? We've talked about traveling. We've talked about cooking. Oh. We've talked about great being a parent and a grandparent. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely my my two. Uh, I have four granddaughters. I have two bonus granddaughters who are fifteen and ten. I can't believe I know they're it's crazy. Yes. And then two littles who are almost. She'll be uh, one is ten months, and the other one is two and a half years old. So they are super fun. So that's that's awesome. That yeah. takes up so much fun time. But aside from that, I play the piano. And I didn't I, know. Yeah. And oh. I but that's because I have a horrible stage fright. Oh. <laughs> you don't have stage fright right now. No, so. no, no. I could be on video, I could do it, but you put an instrument in front of me, I like break out into a cold sweat. <laughs> I start stammering. <laughs> I mean it's like ah <laughs> it's it's not pretty. Uh, but I do that in my downtime and then um I do a lot of swimming and you know, just kind of being out gardening. Yeah. Actually just really really started embracing my inner gardener I'm I'm not gonna say I don't I would would not say I have a green thumb but it's not quite black either I yeah. haven't quite killed everything yet so um you know, yellow it's yellow that's yes I'd say it's that. ripening yes yeah. yes I have a yellow thumb <laughs> So it keeps it keeps me busy for That's sure. Awesome. So yeah. So what advice would you give someone maybe starting out on their culinary journey? Other oh my than gosh. it's okay to burn shit. Yeah. Abs- yeah. It's okay to burn shit. I was like, that is like That's the best right. takeaway. Take like, That's amazing. Katie okay, and I will be taking notes. De- de- definitely keep your batteries in your smoke detectors, okay? Noted. <laughs> I was going to remove mine this evening. But. Okay. No, but just go ahead and keep those in. I'll sleep better at night if you do that. All right, so. perfect. My mom okay. probably will too. <laughs> Have a backup plan, you know. Julia Child always said, you know, be courageous, have courage in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That is so true. But in order to do that, mm-hmm. have a frozen pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. have a backup because the only way you're not the only way you're not going to be intimidated or scared is if you know you've got a backup plan. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, you know, get your if you're cooking for your family or your loved ones, they got to be that's probably the the biggest reason why I feel like I am, you know, where I am today is everything and anything I cooked. My family was so appreciative mm-hmm. and they're adventuresome eaters. Mm-hmm. And so I give huge kudos to my family. They were so supportive. You know, my daughters, our son, my husband. I mean, everybody was just like, you know, 
excited. Sure. They were just not just supportive, but even excited. And mm-hmm. we still have the whole family over um, every Sunday, pretty much. Uh, so I'll be cooking for anywhere between 10 and 15 people every week. So it's wow. it's a lot of fun. But if you are looking at getting started, just take your time. Mise en place. Uh-huh. That means get your shit in place. Yes, that is. I think that's also <laughs> Niall Campbell's middle name. Yes. <laughs> He's all about that. Niall Mise en place Campbell. That's right. That's that right. is so true. That's true. Because the, the reason why they stress that so much and why that's so important is because I, I've done this. I, I still I try not to do it to this day, but occasionally I will catch myself and I start cooking before I read the recipe all the way through. Mm-hmm. Well, then you get halfway through and you're like, oh, well, it has to rest for two hours. Well, I want to eat now. Right. I want to eat like, well, it has to, you have to keep this in the refrigerator overnight or, yeah. oh boy, it needs garlic. I don't have garlic. Okay, well, what are you going to substitute for garlic? Not much. Usually I say, hey, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> what if I don't have milk? <laughs> okay, what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chicken stock. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it saves you time. It saves you frustration. If you can get your, get everything in its place before, and it makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. It, then you like, ooh. I really am a little chef. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Following up with that, what is one kitchen tool or like kitchen utensil that you cannot live without? Mm, I, just, I knew you were going to say one. It's like, I can give you, you give five. Us two. You can give us two. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I have a top 25. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me get out the, let me get out that list. Yeah. Um, probably my number one go-to favorite is an ice cream scoop. Oh, a scoop. I was going to, I thought you were going to say ice cream machine because I know (laughs) we talked a lot about that when you did your externship. So, okay. So ice cream scoop. A scoop. What do you look for in a good ice cream scoop? Okay. I like a number 16 ice cream scoop. Are you taking notes right now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's also called a disher. Okay. Okay. So it's incredibly versatile. So you can use it to make a uh, scoop out cookie dough if you're going to oh, make yeah. big cookies. And then your cookies are all the same size, mm-hmm. which then helps them cook at an even rate. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you have less chance of, you know, burning one and one being overdone, underdone, everything. Um, but also the best thing about a disher or uh-huh. an ice cream scoop, and we're talking about the ice cream scoop that has the little ha- the little wand, Okay. You know, that goes, um, you can't see me, but so I'm kind of... not the automatic one with the squeezer. No, the, just, the, the squeezer. It does have a squeezer? It's okay. got a squeezer. Well, in fact, I have one of these. <laughs> okay, see? I don't know if I've ever used it, but I have one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well... Also, the great thing to know about that, too, yeah. is that if you're making something that calls for, say, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. it fits beautifully into the mayonnaise jar. Wow. Okay? So, and a, so much. and a number 16 is a quarter cup. If you have a number 14, that is a one third cup. So then you can say, okay, well, and then if you need, if you're not sure what you have, mm-hmm. just put some water in it and measure it. Yeah. Yeah. Get out your measuring cup and say, oh, okay, my, my little ice cream scoop is a, you know, a quarter cup. Yeah. And then that, um, that helps so much when you're, you know, you don't want to do extra dishes. Sure. I'm all about doing as few dishes as possible. Yeah. And if you're doing like, if a recipe calls for honey, yeah. then you put it in there and then it, it swipes it clean. Wow. It's pretty awesome. You just get this on Amazon. Number oh. 16, Scooper. Uh, you're any grocery store, Amazon, they're under 10 bucks or like 
so awesome. Wow. Yeah. So random. Okay, and I know this is going to be another hard question, but I feel like we have to ask it. Ruh-roh. What's your favorite thing to cook? Oh. I know. Another really hard one, but I, I just am so interested. Okay, can I do a sweet and savory? Yes. One and one? Okay, we'll awesome. allow it. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank we you. We make the rules around here, and we will oh. allow that. <laughs> well, okay, generally speaking, it's anything that is my husband's favorite, because then he's like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. Oh, my God, I love you so much. And what does Jerry like? I oh, mean- chicken piccata. I also love chicken, chicken piccata. piccata so. Is his hands down favorite. Um, my personal favorite thing to make is probably homemade uh, pasta. Yeah, it's so rewarding. There is nothing like it on the planet. The closest thing you'll get to it is that stuff in the refrigerated aisle, oh, yes. which uh-huh. is which is great. Yeah, you know, we'll do definitely in a pinch. But making your own, it's not hard. It's time consuming. Yeah. But it is so rewarding. And I just, you know, get some music on, start cranking it out. It's like, I feel like it's not as heavy, too, because that was something like I felt horrible going to Italy because I am not an Italian food lover in general. It's just not my thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love pizza. I love pasta. But like, I don't love, love, love it. But like, it's so light in Italy. And I think, you know, that was one thing that I was like, oh, I just feel like I'm going to be like so loaded down all the time and we're going to be walking so much and it's very light there. And so that's, I think, so interesting that you say that. It's it's just like, I, I love, I'm with you. I could not agree more. Yeah. And then on the sweet side, oh my gosh. Oh, well, there's there's like, okay, what do you like to eat that you're willing to make? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. then there's like the actual process of cooking. And on the sweet side for that, probably, um, and this is scones, scones Ooh. which which is kind of not really a sweet i mean it, it's kind of like a sweet ish you know in biscuits that's kind of going hand in hand yeah. because that's also super rewarding because they're easy you can whip them up fast and yeah. the trick with biscuits a good biscuit is that you just try not to touch it very much okay yeah yeah and, and that's the same thing with scones yes okay. exactly same thing you're just doing different measurements mm-hmm. and a different thing when mm-hmm. you know kind of a layering effect and oh don't get me started on you know coconut cake and <laughs> she's a sweet girl yeah i do love sweets that's awesome. yeah absolutely so it's fun cool. it's really fun that's awesome yeah. so maybe leave us with what are some of your future plans for yeah, lakeside table if you could up. share what are- well let's see right now is well, this an exclusive like are we are we here in big news right now well um let's see uh youtube is going great i'm definitely sticking with that that is awesome i've got a great lineup for the summer coming um corned beef has just gone is it gone viral it just exploded yeah very very excited i love 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 i love a corned beef and so the project that i'm working on now i've just got started i can't say too much about it that's right so you'll have to have me back on yes, later. Yes. <laughs> Let's do Season it. two. Yeah. Season two. Um, but it is heavily concentrated on food photography. Oh. Lots of food photography and working in stages and batches. So that's very exciting. So I'll leave you with that teaser. Yes. That's awesome. Um, how does it work whenever you do film your cooking videos? Is it like, are you planning out like months in advance? Are you planning out the week before? Or what's that look like? <laughs> I've heard her talk about this before. That's the only reason I know the answer. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So what I do, I have um, 
when I started doing this, I wanted to do it so that I was running the show and the show was not running me. Um, love so that. I literally have YouTube videos scheduled out through the end of the year. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. it's really it's really awesome. And the reason why the way I did that was I took off about six months, almost nine months, and just concentrated on you know content and filming. And every time we film, we film probably anywhere between six and eight videos in one day. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to start drinking at yeah. the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm That's just a lot. like, uh. <laughs> your husband still do your dishes for you? No. Well, only when I do cooking classes. Only when you do classes. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I okay, do cooking yeah. classes. Yes. So Keith uh, Sutterfield is doing the uh, videotaping and the filming. I have my other, my, he's my right hand. My left hand is Amanda. Uh-huh. And she is behind me uh, doing dishes yeah. and taking care so I can get in, get out of my head sure. and get ready and to go into the next thing. Yeah. And so I'm doing a lot of planning and writing the scripts and acting as director and stylist and everything mm-hmm. and then trying to edit it so I can give my editors the, the good notes and good direction. So, yeah, yeah I'm a little hands on, a little OCD there. That's right. <laughs> I think that, that just proves how much of a passion because you know what you want. You know, you know, you yeah. have a vision. I have a vision. I think that's really important when you're running a brand in your own, you know. Yeah. And it's incredibly fulfilling. And I'm so lucky that I have such a great team. Yeah. And they make it fun. Yeah. They really, because that's the other great thing you've got to remember. When you're in the kitchen and you're doing something, it's got to be fun. Otherwise, you're not going to continue doing it. Sure, sure. Well, leave the people with where they can find you. Uh, plug your. Where s- they can buy your cookbook. <laughs> plug the socials. Do all the things. <laughs> awesome. Well, you can find me on the web at lakesidetable.com. You can also get my cookbook from my website. It is not on Amazon because they wanted me to like. That was like a just nightmare. A whole yes, ah. the whole thing. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, on. just yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I ship out every cookbook myself. I gift wrap them personally. That's I will adorable. sign them if you want. I mean, they come with a little bow. It's so much fun, and I'm doing it because it is. But you can get that at LakesideTable.com/shop, uh-huh. um, and then on YouTube, LakesideTable. Oh, YouTube, like yeah. side table, you know, there we are. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the deal. Yeah. That's the place to find her. I definitely encourage you to check Madeline out because yes, I love that your stuff is high end. It's like, you know, it's things that you would eat in restaurants, but it is made for a home cook, which I just think is huge. Thank so. you. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. I, I did that. Yes. If you want to quote Check. me, you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie you. said it. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, Madeline. Thank we, you. We really Thank you, Riley. This Thank chat, you, Katie. And it was super informational. I think yeah, we learned something. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go home. And I'm, I'm going to get my, tonight. I'm going to get my number 16 scooper. How about that? Are you going to get it? <laughs> you have to. You have to. Cool. My job is complete. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Cool. And that is all for this episode. And as always, we're so glad you're here.